Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls, but lots of crispy spring ones. We've also got some veggie rolls, some hoisin duck, one bao bun left over for whoever wants it. Oh, I love a bao bun. I love bao buns. They're so filling, though. So good. Make me hungry now. I'm very proud of you for this pun. I'm David Knight, your dungeon master. I'm joined by the usual bunch of suspects. Uh, Everyone say hi. Hi. Hello, buns. (laughs) Now, we left all of this a bit of a cliffhanger last time. So let's just jump straight into it. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you ready, Vicky? Are you ready for this? I'm not, but Juna is. Cue the theme June. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and D20. Let's play D&D. Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand. You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans. Take a turn when checks are missed. Roll initiative. Brandish your blades. Having decided to sneak into Vondell Estate before your luncheon tomorrow, you climbed over the wall and began to investigate. Your discoveries answered some questions whilst offering more mysteries. After noticing a woman performing some magical ritual inside the manor, you all headed over to the Gamekeeper's Lodge, and Gaius watched as Matrim Brug, and assumedly his wife, sorted through bags of stolen items before vanishing through a door with magic similar to that used by the brewery thieves. You broke into their lodge, 
Juna took back her stolen water skin, and you found a book of necromancy written by Kralavin Savelt, which Orin marked with the word naughty. <laughs> that's, that's really before, before you all continued skulking about amazing the estate's stables had been cleared out which was unusual for a noble family and whilst exploring their new ruined tower Gwendolyn discovered her own family's handiwork and the entrance to a secret underground chamber there was an iron door down a set of steps that bore the phrase the word is the key and at Enkidu's suggestion Gwendolyn tried saying the word key in Elvish. <laughs> this, however, awoke a dragon statue that blasted fire at you all. So unimpressed. Classic. And hurt quite a lot of you. Yep. Aww. Taking a bit of uh, flame damage there and a bit worried, and especially after hearing noises from beyond the door, you all hurried away, and as the entrance to the underground stairway closed, Orin accidentally dropped his glowing stone back into it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, David, I like that you're pointing out all the mistakes <laughs> that the party made <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> there were a lot of low rolls, like, last time. It's just, that's what happens. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, as you were all headed out of the estate, Juna decided to make one last stop to investigate the southern side of the house and spotted a copper-haired woman, which is the thief from the woods, up in a window. She stepped in closer, uh, Juna, to scope out the kitchen but was spotted by an old half-orc lady who knocked on the glass and said, Oi, that's where we are. <laughs> what are you doing, Juna? Oh, my God. You're stood on one side of the glass, and this old half-orc lady, like her white hair tied back up into a bun, she's just staring at you, frowning. I give her a wave and say, Hello, good evening. Uh, what are you doing out here? I am going to cast my new spell. Charm person, please. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I ain't taking any chances. So I have to make a wisdom save, is that wisdom right? Wisdom saving, yes, please. And what is the DC? What's your spell save? It is 14. 14. <sighs> mm-hmm. She rolls a nine. So yes, does. you watch as, as you sort of like cast this spell. Which, how, how do you charm her? I'm going to wave to her with the end of my staff with the amethyst spell center gem mm-hmm. in the top. So I sort of, instead mm-hmm. of wave, I sort of wave with my hand when I start talking. And at the end of the phrase, I do a wave with my stick. A la Jafar from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But without the evil intentions. <laughs> cool, so you watch as she visibly relaxes a little bit and like just gives you a really nice warm smile. And she's like, all right then, go on. What, what are you doing out here? I'm gonna talk uh, in in orc for a bit, just to mm-hmm. put the icing on the cake. I was just going for an evening stroll, and I got a little bit lost. Truth be told, uh, but oh, it looks yeah. quite nice here. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jazana. Jazana, where's that yeah. name from? Oh, it's, it's. I mean, it's just from round here. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, thank you. Do you want to come in for a cup of tea? Or do you want me to help you get back out if you're a little bit lost? Do you know what? I would love a cup of tea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Come on in then. And she walks over to the little kitchen door and like unlocks it with the key, swings it open. It's like, oh, go on. You come on in. You come on in, you. Back away as you're all hidden. June has actually <laughs> gone down a few steps to look into the kitchen. So how much of a view do any of you have? Can you all make a quick perception check? She is quite small. And she's quite small, yeah. Yeah. So she's oh. dropped out and it's dark Plus, as well. Ben is worrying how long charm person works. 
Uh, Vicky is looking up how long Chomp has been worked. One hour. Oh, wow. Oh, you're fine then. I was like, better be a quick cup of tea if it's a minute. We've heard Juno get into a conversation before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Hour. Most questionable. I rolled a 18. 18. Seven for me. 21 for me. (gasps) Three. Orin and Enkidu. You're both human, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the darkness is obviously Enkidu, You've got there your like super dark vision, but mm. you're still getting used to that. Yeah. You, you both lose lose track of watching Juna, just sort of stick close to the others. But Gwendolyn and Gaius, you watch as she op- like the door is opened and a very friendly half orc sort of like greets her, and, and Juna takes a few steps inside. Whether or not that alarms you or what, it looks like a friendly exchange. So you're sort of unsure whether or not to trust in the whole situation but that's that's as it stands juna inside jazana's like okay let me just uh right oh um and she starts like she grabs a, a kettle fills it up from a small tap with some water and then goes you got any preference for for tea uh what what have you got i mean we got the whole the whole gamut here i've got some twain tide that's quite nice actually normally save it for those Do you upstairs know what? i've never tried twain tide have you not okay all right I we'll have some twain tide. Twain oh it's very nice she does. She grabs a couple of tea bags out of a little thing, drops them into the pot, hangs the whole thing over a, a small fire, whispers a few words, and it springs to life. Inside the kitchen, it's, it's, it's quite a, a large kitchen, one big table in the middle, loads of space around the edge. Over to one side, the most interesting thing, at least in the room, and it's very obvious, is a... It looks kind of like a plant pot, one of those like longer bed-type plant pots. Mm-hmm. But it's filled with some large golden crystals and then some powdered Ooh. powdered stone, sort of white and yellowish, right the way along it. And the crystals are, are glowing slightly. So the whole thing gives off a nice little golden glow just in the corner of the room. That is a gorgeous piece over there. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. Well, I tell you what, it doesn't really work. So, I mean, it's, an, it's a whole waste of money if you ask me. What do you mean it doesn't work? What's it supposed to do? Well, it's just supposed to help me grow things, isn't it? But it's not, it's not doing it. Oh. It just keeps, it keeps doing it. Like, they grow, sure, but they grow far too fast. So they just wither and die before I got a chance to do anything about it. Oh, is that for your cooking and that kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's a right pain in the posterior, that is. Oh, yes, it is indeed. Yes, it is. What brings you here anyway? You're getting lost. You're not a local. I just come from uh, I just come from the other side of the Lockhold Woods. Oh, just sort of never been over this way. Thought I'd have a little pootlover. Like, yeah, it's quite nice. How did you get in? If you don't mind my asking. Well, I just was wandering up by the gate, and to be honest with you, my memory's not what it used to be, and I just right. sort of found myself wandering across a field. And, and to be honest, I could do with being shown the way out. I'm very, very lost. But yeah. I quite like what I see, actually. I mean, it's lovely. a lovely estate, this one, isn't it? It's a lovely estate. I mean, what with your being so small? Like, it's, you probably just wandered straight through those bars at the gate, didn't you? <laughs> I probably did, actually. I do do that quite a lot, just end up you yeah, know, you've walking got to be careful, under though, things, walking through things. I tell you what, if anyone else had found you, you'd probably be in a lot of trouble. Would I? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, what, if, um, Why are you not if... allowed to walk over here? You're not allowed on these grounds? No, it's it's... It's all hers, isn't it? It's, it's the Lady Vondell's estate, this. Oh, I've heard of her. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that Lady Vondell, yeah. Well, yeah, she, she sort of runs the town a little bit. Does she? This is her private property, so you probably... Oh, is it? Yeah, don't, you're, you're very lucky, don't worry. So I should, I should probably, you should probably point me in the direction of how I can leave. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Are you sure, like? you sure you don't want a cup of tea, though? I put one on now. Yeah, 
Yeah, go on then. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, go on then. Was she like this lady Vondell? Oh, she's very nice, actually. You know, she, she's she, she's a family she a good woman. Boss? She treat you well. She treats me very well. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've had to let quite a few staff go recently over the past year or so. Oh, how come? Well, just because they was building that tower, you see. So they were they were trying to save money, pay for that. That was quite an expensive endeavor. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why did yeah. they build a tower that looks old? I don't get it. It's you know, it's just a posh person thing, isn't it? You know, they uh. Do you know what? I will never get people with money. I'll never get them. No, no. I do understand, Lady Vondell. It's all its all for her family. That's what it is. It's all for her that's family? What I, that's what I know. It's all for her family. Mm. She's just taking care of them. Mm. And those of us she considers family. By building them a tower? Yeah. Interesting. Do you know what? I'm very glad that I did get lost. It's been gorgeous meeting you. Oh, yeah. And it's lovely meeting you too. What's your name? Sorry, yeah. I didn't catch it. Uh, My name is uh Scepter. Scepter. Yeah, my name's Scepter. Comes from the number seven. Can you make a deception check? Uh. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, four of the players are freaking out. Yeah. Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. All right, all right. And she goes, well, it's very nice to meet you, Scepter. As that conversation carries on outside, especially with the carryover, those, those roles from before, as you're keeping a, a good beat on what's happening. Yeah, Orin's still looking the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> um, over... Toward the folly, to the to the ruined tower, you see the tiled floor open again, mm. <gasps> and two people walk out holding Orin's glowing stone. Oh, oh no. not good, not good. And even oh, from the bad. distance, because they're holding this stone, you can see very clearly that it's the gamekeeper and his wife. Oh. And the gamekeeper is like pulled out a sword. He's sort of looking around. He's a bit nervous. He doesn't really know what's going on. How are you all <gasps> reacting? Oh my. Whisper over to the others. Do I make the stone stop glowing? Yes, make it stop glowing. No, 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 no. Don't do that because then they'll definitely know that you're around. The stone's obviously magical. If the magical user cancels the effect, then they're going to know that someone is nearby. Why don't we just stay still and see where they go for now before we do anything? Oh, what about Juno? We need to get the hell out of here. She's just gone in for something. Well, can anybody do that messaging thing and tell her that we need to get out of here sharpish? Okay. Um, I'm going to picture Juna's little form in my mind, mm-hmm. uh, wispy hair and her mischievous eyes, and I'm going to cast message. What do you say to her? Juna, sweetheart, we gotta get going now. Really gotta get no going now. Now, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, I'm sort of like sitting there at the, at the, at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And I look out of the window in the general direction of where I think the others are. <laughs> point my finger out, which I have to do to cast message <laughs> in their loose direction into the darkness and say, is that the direction I need to head to get out? Whilst then casting message back to Guy, saying, <laughs> I'm oh my on God. my way. <laughs> um, so Jazana sort of half not seen that as she's wandered over to like pour out a couple of cups of tea. And she goes, oh no, no, that's the south, right? If you want to be getting out through the gate, mm-hmm. uh, she points to the west. And she goes, no, that's the direction you want to be headed in. Oh, do you know what? I am so glad you're here to get me out of this. Oh, Do you want me to goodness. walk you out? I really don't mind it. Do you know what? You lead me in the right direction, my love, and I will be fine. But if I do okay. get lost, I will come back and then maybe it might be time for you to take <laughs> me out. 
Yeah, well, not you like know, that. not like that. Just no, no, not like that. Not like that. I don't want to get in any trouble. Oh, okay. I completely understand. Okay, right. Well, it's lovely meeting I'll you. What, let's leave the tea. You come by some other time when it's when it's less dark, less middle of the night, you know. <laughs> and uh, and and we'll have we'll have a proper chat. So she sort of puts the kettle down, puts the cups to the side, and grabs a, a shawl from a little hook by the door and goes, "Come on, you come with me." Starts hobbling. She doesn't move very fast. She's probably in like her late sixties, mm-hmm. like for an orc, which is is very old. So she's sort of like hobbling along. Is she coming at me with the shawl? No, no, no. She's put a shawl around herself, okay. and she's sort of leading <laughs> oh. you out of the door. Rolling out of perception. Oh no, a woolly scarf. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she she walks up up the stairs. Basically leads you round to the front of the house and then points toward the gate and goes, it's, you know, it's just there. You follow the path that way. Do you want me to walk you the rest of the way or are you happy from, from I, there? I'm absolutely fine, my love. I'm absolutely fine. But I am very grateful for you putting me straight. I would have ended up going in, in, in some other direction. She goes to point back <laughs> at Gaius and realises she <laughs> shouldn't be pointing that way again just does a like wave of like blah, blah, blah. Uh, which is the thing everybody has um seen juna in this this half orc old lady sort of walk around the house toward the front um have you all followed along or have you are you staying put can would they see us if if we moved in that direction like, how far are they are they um you're probably about sort of 20 feet away from the house but you're all like moving in amongst trees and things so there is okay. some cover to be mm-hmm. you were all hidden before juna went in I reckon let's sneak round. Yes, very stealthily. Yes, please. Can you all make a, a stealth check then as you follow along? 13. 17. 18. And 19. So you all start moving around through the trees. And actually, as you're sort of moving around toward like the southwestern side of it, you watch as uh, Matrim and his wife Dahlia move northward. So they've gone around the opposite side of the house, essentially. And after a while, you completely lose sight of them. Where, they, where you hadn't turned that glowing stone off, they could easily be spotted as they've, as they've moved. Cool. But Jazana, back with Juna, goes, all right, so I'm going to get back in because honestly, it's a little bit cold out here from my bones. It's been an absolute pleasure seeing oh, you. Oh, it's been a pleasure. One last thing before I go. Mm. This Vondel lady that you work for, I know obviously your allegiance is to her. Yeah. But is she to be trusted? I would trust her with my life. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's a funny question, isn't it? It is a funny question. <laughs> can I... Is there a check I can do to see if she's sort of... That she means it? Uh, make an insight check. Mm-hmm. 18. 18. Yeah, you can tell she's genuinely fond of the family. Okay. Yeah, and actually, like, from her demeanour, like, ev- like, she's just been fairly open and honest with you. Uh, as much as she can be. Well, hopefully our paths will cross now, now, that, now that I'm in town. I don't know how long I'm around for, truth be told. I'm a bit of a drifter, me. Um, but hopefully I'll see you around. and That'd be lovely. Next time I see you, I'll shout you a drink of ale or whatever your fancy is. But to be honest, it's just tea. Then I'll shout you a tea. Oh, that'd be nice. And I will see you when I see you, I suppose. And she sort of, like, waddles back the way she came. Uh, and you, you watch her as she sort of descends the few steps toward the kitchen goodbye seeing seeing her move away i I assume everyone else sort of calls you over as you're you're hobbling toward the gate sort of they make themselves known tuna yeah hey gang right we should get out of here quick because that gamekeeper and his his wife or or friend they are out and about in the grounds and we need to get out of here no yes yes and they found orange stones do you know the way back to the gate because that lovely half-orc lady just told me 
lead the way. So mm. you, you sort of follow the path back toward the gate. As you approach, can you all make a perception check? Ugh. Eight. Nine. Four. Three. Twenty-three. Cool. Um, in which case, can you all make a wisdom saving throw, no! please? What? Oh my gosh, that's terrible. You son of a... Oh. Oh. I mean, Same. y'all are the ones that rolled low. Eight again. Eight again. Thirteen. Six. Eighteen. Unnatural twenty. Yay! <laughs> Vicky's favourite thing! Yay! <laughs> so, as you're approaching the gate, you reach it, you pull it open, and the boys sort of rush out first. So they don't notice, which both Gwendolyn and Juna do, as uh, you step through the gate, that just above it, there's a small owl head, sort of carved oh. into the archway of the gate itself. And its eyes have sort of blinkered a little bit. And there is a small orb just hovering in front of it. Gwendolyn and Juno both make arcana checks as well. Unnatural 21. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited then, I'm so disappointed. I love how there is a possibility for a natural 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can roll a natural I'm, 21. I'm for something I'm really dice. special die for that. <laughs> D30. I got a Why seven. Why did I lead everyone a back seven. to the gate? Like, that I was yeah. dark. <laughs> was like, as soon as we went towards the gate, it's like, why aren't we climbing over the wall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we climbed over the wall. Over the wall, yeah. <laughs> we oh didn't go near yeah. the gate. It's too late now, unfortunately. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. As soon as, as soon as you sort of pass through it, you do, like, sort of, you see the small orb, and it's sort of a little bit transparent. It's like a little ball of water almost, just more solid. And Juno, you know that's an arcane eye, which means that somebody is watching you. Oh, oh shit. shit! Can the I see all of us? Yeah, this one can. Guys, can you Gosh. smell burning? Because our goose is cooked. <laughs> I, I think, I think Juna looks up at the eye and gives it a little wave and says, "See you tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Gwendolyn just like starts dragging Juno through the thing she's like put the collar up on her coat and make everybody just run just run just yeah, run yeah. just get off here so you run down the little path <laughs> like and you're basically back at the the bridge back into town out of view of the uh, the gate itself oh. right okay we really need to work on our infiltration tactics I can't help but think this was a little bit my fault so at this point it's probably about Two in the morning. It's, it's fairly late. You've, you've taken your time to move around the place as stealthily as you can. What are you all doing? I think we need to get back to the knocking point. Yeah. Pronto. We need to get back to the knocking point or maybe just leave this town. <laughs> I'm kind of on, of their opinion. I'm not a big I mean, fan of like upsetting, upsetting like the nobility. Yeah, it doesn't end well. No. Nope. Well, look, look, I think, I think there's still a way we can, we can talk ourselves out of it if we're going tomorrow still. I can say that we were a a special team coming to check out their um, security measures uh, on behalf of my family and to check that everything's working. We couldn't tell them about it in advance because we need to check that everything is working. And um, we're really happy with the way that the security has been put in place and hope that they're good too. And I'll bring a survey. Yes, a survey will help. <laughs> Orin is just looking open mouthed at Gwen as this happens. Akido is like face palming himself, going, Oh my gosh. I have. What if. I mean, it's to shoot me an idea. What if. It's an idea. Okay. How about this idea as well to consider? Oh, okay. Well, what you haven't said we no to me tell- straight away. Oh, that's nice. 
Just, just, just listen for a second. Hang on. I usually do. <sighs> what if we? <sighs> oh, I think he is like clenches his fist. And is like, oh, you, you're asking for it. Oh, and I'm gonna give just... it. Okay, I'm. Hey, maybe we have li- this discussion back in the pub. Yeah, Let's keep going. Right walking now. and talking. Walking and talking. After you, Enkidu. It's quite a loud conversation at two a.m. in the morning. Why don't we just tell the truth that we got curious, we stepped a bit too far, and we had a look around. We're new to the town. We wanted to see what it was about and. Maybe you overstayed her welcome. Leave out any particulars like glowing up a magic stone and finding a stone dragon or whatnot. You know, they've caught us. There's there's no lie that's going to be good enough to explain what they obviously just saw us do. I mean, that's not a bad suggestion. Apart from if we were checking the security. David, I presume we're having this conversation back at the tavern now. Yeah, so if you're sort of walking through, uh, through the town in like hushed tones. <laughs> And yeah, but by the time sort of you you reach back in the in the tavern, it's already closed up basically. With the keys that you've got for your rooms, you can get in, so that's not an issue. But nobody is about to like bother you in the tap room at all. Look, I'm up for lying or telling the truth, but I'm just saying that there is weight to what Gwen is saying. I think somewhere in between the two would probably work very well. I could say that I was curious, and as I've already told the Vondels that you're all my entourage. So myself being a person of money, I want to check this place is safe. I also am aware that they have my father's security and we need to check that everything's all right, you know? Do you mind me asking what happens if you're, I don't know what relationship they have with your father, but what happens if he's not told or he turns up or like, I I don't know, if they're in touch with him? I'm not really in touch with my father at the moment, but I mean, I'm sure they don't know about his personal life. And this was completed a while ago. There's a good chance that he's not here. Now, you know that lovely that lovely lady I was talking to? Now, she was saying that she thinks that this Vondell lady is really, really lovely and that she would trust her with her life. And she's very, that Vondell's very fond of her family and people that she considers family. I don't think she's going to consider us family. Yeah, and isn't that a bit strange? She commands such absolute loyalty from this woman when she has already wronged us before she even met us. She's clearly up to something. So She might be a suspect character. I'm not saying I trust her as far as I can throw her in, Kidu. But what I'm saying is that she seems like she might be a family woman. So if we sort of go in with that kind of approach, then she might, she might warm to us. I think you're onto something. Uh, it's Trimpt who's invited me. If she thinks that there's a chance that her son could have a match with somebody of the Rose family. So you're going to present yourself as a potential match for Trent well, as a cover? I think that's kind of why he invited me. He was talking about my eyes and, you know, he seemed quite taken with me. So that could be something that's in our favour. Yeah, but with respect, Gwen, we've also heard from a, a couple of other people that he's a bit of a tomcat. I'm sure that is not going to be a problem for her. Um, she, excuse me? Whatever this guy's predilections are, he's not going to have any opportunity to do anything to you. Right, right, okay, I thought you were inferring something else then. Well, when you wait till I've finished what I'm saying before you start with your drives, yeah? <laughs> Look, you're onto something between the two of you. Yes? Okay, this man is interested in you. We can use that. As a cover, we've been caught, obviously. So, why don't we present ourselves like 
you this is painting to say it like you originally said oh. as your entourage. <laughs> oh, oh, ACG, I'm sorry, um, I couldn't quite hear that. Could you just speak a little bit louder? <clears throat> we could be your guards. Miss Thorn could be your advisor. We could dress up a bit, maybe, to look the part and. Anything, any questions arising our activities this night could be just the way your family do things. I I don't know. And he's, he's, he's a bit embarrassed by this, that he's having to like acquiesce Aww. to her way of thinking. But he's like, and he sits down and he's like, yeah, I've said my piece. Oh, and Kidu, I think I might have misjudged you. <laughs> <laughs> he gets right at one of his knives and he's just like, just flicking it up. She's <laughs> just, just letting it all out, the frustration all out, and it's like, oh gosh. Right, so if the only plan we'd is... have just climbed over the wall, this wouldn't be yeah. a problem. No, better than that. Okay, the stone. <laughs> They've still got the stone as well. Should I stop the stone? Could they track you through it? I don't think they can track me through the stone. Is it not linked to your I've... magic? Or... Well. I, I don't think they've got a way of following it back to me or anything. No. Do you have uh, any stones that look like it very, like very similarly? I just found it on the floor, to be honest. Like it's just a stone. There we go. It's just a stone. Yeah, that's fine. We can get away with that. Okay, that's a relief. Okay. So we're going with this thing that we are like Gwen's entourage, and she is like a business associate of the family, just checking things out. And we had to leave via the gate because we had to check that that was still working, of course. And we're coming the next day to inform them that everything is working hunky-dory. Question. Do we say that we check the tower or do we keep shtum that we were ever by the tower? I think the less we say about what we did, the better. Let them ask if they know. For all we know, they only saw us leaving. They didn't see us enter. But they do know that there was something around there because they found the stone. Yeah. Why don't you stop the magic and then call him a liar? I can stop the magic. Am I stopping the magic? Stop the magic. Orin touches four random items in the tap house. They all begin to glow. <laughs> and the stone, the stick, and the word naughty from the book all disappear. And then he taps the four things again, and they stop glowing. Okay, sounds like we've got a plan. Um, I don't like the idea of like upsetting nobility, and I would be tempted to leave town. I don't Guy, know. we couldn't do it without you. You and your smooth talking. We need you with us. Yeah, but the I thing need you I with concur. us. I mean, he's got a point, though. Like, yeah, I don't. This isn't really our to issue to quite a large extent. Part of me just feels like just getting on with my life. If I'm totally honest, and clearing out of here, and never coming back. Yeah, let's Problem be solved. clear. I completely agree with Oren. It's fine to like go into the woods and like, hey, kill some like undead deer and stuff. But that dragon nearly killed me and. And Kidu, and like, I'm not in this for a free roof over my head. Like, I will accept the stars as my canopy, but my god, I'm terrified if I have to die just to stay in this goddamn place one night. But, my friend, I, I completely, completely understand your situation, and I have my own issues with people in high places. But consider this someone of her status, and with the things she's up to. If you were to leave, she's seen your face. She knows how to track you. For whatever we've discovered to keep that secret, she will go through very extraordinary means to keep that quiet. Wouldn't it be better for us to stay together now, see this through, possibly neutralise this threat, and then whatever happens after tomorrow, you could 
go on your merry way knowing that you're that much safer. Also, are you not intrigued what this woman's up to? She's stealing stuff, she's building old-looking towers, she's taking stuff, but she's a family lady. There's a witch in the woods, is she the witch? I am fascinated by her. Yeah, I mean, I'm concerned about that, but I'm going to be less concerned when I'm about seven days away from here. But just think about what's happening. Those creatures we met in the wood, they were undead deer. Now, if we let things carry on... Another reason to be seven days away from here. Yes, but just imagine how far this power could spread. We could be leaving Tillisham, but, but it could follow us. And if we don't do something about it, if we don't try to protect these people, if we don't fight for justice and honour. I mean, guys, surely you agree with me, this is an adventure, and we're all here together for a reason. Now, it's not just to get free free bedding or that sort of thing, it's it's to help people. And I'm here, I'm, I've got my own mission, we've all got our own mission, but we're here together, and and I say we we do what we do to help people. Juna, Juna starts clapping. Okay. Gwendolyn, listen, okay. I am not a hero, and I don't want to be a hero. I want to get through this life with all ten fingers and all ten toes. The idea that we are going into a place where there is like a lot of danger for very little payoff is is very scary to me. That's not how I've lived my life. That's not how I feel comfortable. I agree that the scary thing is like if we leave, this person who is powerful, this person who has lots of like resources and things could find us. I don't like that. I don't like the idea of like going to another place and having to look behind my back for if there's a knife. I mean, there's plenty of knives out there that are already waiting for me. I don't need another one, frankly. Guy, have you heard that famous saying? Some are born heroes, some <laughs> achieve heroism, and some have heroism thrust upon them. That could be you. You could have heroism thrust upon you, Guy. You could be great. Gwendolyn takes Guy's hand and looks <sighs> at him with very big eyes. And right in the eye, and she says, Guy, you're a hero to me. <laughs> Guy is cringing into like a small ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's so sweet. And you are so big with your big eyes. God. Ah. And he like turns, turns away from the door and he's like, if you guys get me killed, I swear to God, I'm going to come back and kill all of you again. <laughs> only if you're made undead, that is. You can only do that if you're made undead. Yeah. If you're dead, you won't be able to do that. By the sound of it, though, there's a man wandering around the forest who has exactly that ability. <laughs> yeah, another yes. reason why I can't leave this goddamn town. <sighs> okay. All right, we need to get some goddamn sleep. Yeah. Good. Absolutely. Just yeah. before everyone goes, I kind of lay a hand on um, a guy's back and say, to my friend, I've seen a lot, but I feel genuinely that much safer knowing that you're still with us in this thing. For people listening, Daryl is currently stood there, sat there with a smug look on his face and a massive tankard with what after what he's just said. A I very feel like that is important D&D to tankard. add. All the gravitas of that scene is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and what's left is... Uh, Orin, are you actually going to sleep in with Gaius tonight? Or Yeah, Orin's, Orin's going to, yeah. He'll make his way up to the room. I don't know what the what the bed situation is, but if there's one more in a corner <laughs> or one nearer the door, he'll try and nab that one. No, no, no. You're Big Spoon. We've established this. <laughs> <laughs>
So you all rest up, um, and it is a much-needed sleep. After everything that happened yesterday, the whole exploration of town, heading out into the woods, the infiltration of the estate, it was a big day for you all. It's, it takes you, like, you, you rest your full eight hours, and it's 10, 11 o'clock by the time you all meet back up downstairs in the tap room. Who's first one down? I wouldn't mind being first down just because I've got some tinkering that I need to do mm-hmm. that Oren's quite keen to get done. Oren, then if you're sat sort of doing a little bit of work in the tap room, a little bit more space, you've taken up a whole table. Yeah. Iris has bought you some, some tea. He's, he's bought you uh, some bread and cheese. So how's it all going? You know, the investigation in it. Uh... Yeah, uh, uh, making progress, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any yeah, leads? Yeah. What, what are you thinking? Uh, well, um, Iris. Yeah. What, what do you know about the Vondells? I, I don't know. They've been here a while, but like, what do you mean? I mean, do you trust them? Yeah, they're nice enough. You know, we, uh, we pay our, our yearly tithe to them, but... That's, that's standard with any noble family in any, any town, really. When it comes to like a few of the, the old uh, council matters, Lady Velton Von Dell's always been pretty fair with us. Like, you know, if people have done wrong, she slapped them on the wrist, but not, not so much that she pissed anyone else off. Huh. Right. So she's, she's, she's well-liked in the town. Yeah, I mean, they keep to themselves mostly, but, you know, yeah, they're, they're liked. Okay. Uh, and, what, and what are you here? You don't know anything about uh, the doctor, do you, in, in the town? Uh, how, how do you mean? Not much. Uh, have you seen her recently? No, I've been pretty healthy. I've not needed to. Oh, right. Okay. No, just, just wondering. Uh, just we had a letter to deliver to her and... Yeah. Uh, haven't been able to track her down yet, is all. Oh, that's strange. She's not in a... She's not in her office. No, didn't didn't seem to be in. Oh lord! Yeah, no. when we knocked. what was what was the letter about? If you don't mind my asking, did you read it? <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I just read any letters that come through, so I'm a bit of a nosy thing, me. Well, I mean, to be honest, yeah, yeah, we did we did have a little look. Uh, well, we needed to, we needed to see who it was for, so we had to kind of. It's it sounds like uh, there's been a, a death death in her family, basically. It's uh, we just oh. wanted to get word to her, really. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Maybe maybe word did get to her and she's just gone. Oh yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, she might have might have gone off to the to the funeral or whatever. Huh. Right, okay. Oh yeah, that was that was the other lead. Yeah. Well the other pub. Oh they, yeah. Oh you, you should have you should have been here last night. Welton came over it. He was having he was having oh he he was going off. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I really, yeah. I mean, I feel for him. I really do. But it's Captain Agar looks into it and uh, he says, "Oh, it must be the same sort of thing. We're following up leads, blah 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 blah." You know, it's been it's been a fair few days now. So, huh? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna you know we're gonna do what we can. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sure if it. you wanted to go look over there, like you know, sure things up and out, well, and would let you in. Yeah, I explained to him that like I said that you lot was was looking into it. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe we'll go and check that out later. Yeah, we've got a bit of a lunch date first, though. Oh, what? as long as as long as some results coming out of it, yeah, you keep on, you keep keeping on. 
yeah, some 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 results are going to come out of it. I'm not quite sure what, but something is. <laughs> Whilst this conversation's going on, slowly the rest of you come down, and Iris again brews up some tea, hands out breakfast to you all. What's the plan for the day? I'm wearing my fine clothes, and I've asked Juna to help me with my hair to make it look really like I'm showing off mm-hmm. just how fancy I am. Good stuff. Good stuff. I might forego the coat and to make to look less conspicuous to have some kind of uniformity to us mm-hmm. Orin is uh, is slightly shorter than NQ dude. oh no he's only five foot isn't he I'm five foot right oh, five foot just wondering like is, if there's a way for us to all look somewhat similar I can I have ways and means oh yeah 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 so uh, what have you so to make us look the same uh, look kind of um, like we're part of a unit um what have you got on you? It's it's less what I've got on me and more what I can do. All right. I can change my appearance if I have to. Really? Completely, if I have to. Completely? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's possible that we are someone just entirely different turns up at their door today, as far as I'm concerned. And that only, that only works in just yourself? Yeah, I'm afraid so. It's, it's uh, kind of a solo thing. Could you make your... Attire looks somewhat like mine. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, with the boots and yeah, maybe the coat would work. The coat is quite handy for concealing things, but I don't know if it transforms your clothes. How does this work? Yeah, well, it it kind of uh, projects a, a a different self on top of me. Uh, yeah, the only thing is whether people who are particularly well attuned to to magical arts might be able to see. Through it, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, the thing is, if like they do that, then like the worst thing they see is that you haven't got a uniform, you haven't like scrubbed <laughs> up. It's not the worst thing in the world. That's true. Yeah, exactly. It just also looks like I'm hiding something. Is all. Um, and besides, and also, guy is always masked. So yeah, I guess we don't have anything to yes, lose. Yes, I here. did um, say to Trimpt that guy could perform today at luncheon, and um, so that guy could earn some money. Uh, so Guy is quite well attired for himself, and if you two can look like each other, Juna is my advisor. If they can see through your clothing disguise, Orin, perhaps they'll be sympathetic to you being poor? Whoa, hang on. At this, I turned and I'm like, that was uncalled for. I didn't know what else to say. Clearly. Sorry, you're, you're talking to me, right? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Sorry? Yeah, don't think she's talking to you, Guy. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, you mean him? Oh, you mean Orin? Now, Gwen, I think I think maybe calling people poor is probably something that you shouldn't do out in the big wide world. Yeah, that's right. Not cool. Right, even if they are, and especially if they are. Great. I just thought because Jenny said it that it was okay. I grab Orin. Um, I say, "Come with me outside," and I just take him outside. <laughs> I'll go oh, out with Enkidu. <laughs> that wasn't a good thing to say, was it? It's no. alright, it's a learning experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. you'll yes. learn for this. Like, of, of less able means is sometimes, like, a more appropriate level. Or, you know, just, like, refrain from, like, speaking of that sort of thing. Anyway, hmm. cutscene. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, Orin and Nikiti, what have you done as you've wandered outside? I'm just going to turn to him and say, you're right. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, f- I'm fine. I've... Right. <laughs> I've, I've put up with worse in the past. I can tell. 
there's a look that uh, certain people from certain places have when they have to carry a certain something for a long time. And I, I can see that in you. I've had it myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You seem pretty together. No. Uh, not really. I'm kind of making this up as I go along. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I wish I had a lot more answers. I wish I knew where I was going, but I don't. And I find myself drifting from place to place looking for an answer. And then I met you guys. But you seem pretty resourceful. You've, I mean, you're alive in this dangerous world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's quite a lot. It is. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. How are you feeling about today? I'm a bit tempted to just... I'm a bit tempted to just go somewhere else, not going to lie. <laughs> I'm a bit tempted to just disguise myself entirely and just just not be the person that walked through that gate yesterday. I'm, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know. But any issue anyone could ever face, you have a much greater success of overcoming it with other people. And, you know, we're not the best people in the world together but we're all we've got right now what have you got on you for weaponry that hammer oh um well i've i've been working on something new actually oh yeah he's gonna pull on a pair of gloves that he's been tinkering with that now look like there's a little like wire trailing from the gloves into his backpack awesome and uh reach over to is there a barrel or something maybe david is there something like or something metal um (laughs) yeah there's some guttering some guttering, perfect. Okay, so he's gonna he's gonna reach over to the guttering with his with his little sort of like fingerless gloves with a little wire and little like bits of metal trailing down the end and just like grip onto the the guttering and then send a, a, a electrical blast of shocking grasp through the through the guttering. Nice. <laughs> oh, <awesome>. uh, <laughs> and you watch as this yeah this like electrical lightning energy like spirals up this this metal pole. There's a strong smell of burning. As it reaches some of the leaves that are stuck what? in the gutter along the top. It, nothing catches fire, but you can see some smoke sort of trailing off where they've been wow. singed. Or he quickly checks that it's not his hands burning or the, any of his like clothing. And like, yeah. oh no, okay, yep, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. New toy. And kid, his eyes like brighten up and he has a massive grin on his face like, I had to think I was about to hand over my knives to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Thinking well, that you might need a bit of a last minute surprise if we, things got hairy, but... Uh, I, I discovered would, yeah. in that last fight that like hitting things with a hammer is only so effective and I thought I should probably <laughs> try and figure out a better way of defence. Fair enough. At least yours is reliable. <sighs> I don't know if it's that. I, it's many things, but I don't think it's that. Yeah, but you have control over it. I can't control my powers properly. But, hey, that's neither here or there. We just have to get through today. Yeah. And then the rest can wait. You ready? Ready. Cool. And I pat him on the shoulder and we open the door for us to go back into the pub. Mm -hmm. And then the chimera got all of its tongues tied up. The end. (laughs) Wow. Wow, that was quite a story. Wow. I know, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh damn it I think I've missed a corker <laughs> Orin I'm so sorry I I didn't realise what I was I, I, I didn't mean it in a bad way I didn't mean it as an insult at all I, I, I'm just still learning how to be a bit better with my words I do apologise yeah uh, 
yeah, thanks. Oren just sort of slightly looks like he doesn't know how to react. If it's any consolation, I, I don't have anything right now. I, I have literally everything you see me standing in, and I have none of the skills or the expertise that you have. So, you know, you may not be purse rich, but you're rich in all the talents that you have. So, anyway, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. What? No. Thanks. And. You seem pretty effective at dispatching a deer, it must be said. So I wouldn't say that you're without talents. Let's hope we don't come up against anything worse than that, eh? Hello, Grace here, and I can't believe we're already on episode six. We're thrilled that our listeners range from D&D is my life to dungeons and what now? If you are new to D&D and the dice rolls are getting a bit confusing, fear no more. As a beginner's guide is in the works, watch this space or listen to this space. Don't forget that you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at No Small Rolls and on Facebook simply search No Small Rolls. We spell rolls R-O-L-L-S as in roll over, roll over. I have spent too much time with children this week. If you're loving No Small Roles and want to help us spread the word, please do recommend us to your mates and give us some rates on iTunes. Five-star ratings, thank you very much. That would be great. Anyway, that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to Tillisham. So you all um, head out. By the time you've sort of gotten all yourselves ready, looking the part and all the rest of it, as brushed up as much as you can. June has not brushed herself up at all. Nice. She looks the same. <laughs> By what you'd expect lunchtime to be, sort of midday, just beforehand, you start heading over to the estate. You pass through Servelt Square, which is, again, it's quite busy for a midday. You do notice that the, the Plenty store uh, is not open today. Whereas before, like last time you were there, like they put some stock out the front and like closed, the, uh, like oh, the door was open. There's no stock out the front. The door is closed. Gwendolyn's quite curious about this, so Gwendolyn's going to go over and kind of have a little knock on the window, and she's going to call for Drania Pine to see if if she's in there. Make a quick perception check. Ow. Nine. Nine. It doesn't. It doesn't look like there's anybody inside. Um, there's no lights on in there. Like further back, it's quite. It's quite shadowed. You also don't notice that Jenny has snuck up to you. Oh God! <laughs> like, oh, no. I don't know what it is. She's not. She's not opened all day. Not all day at all. No, no, she's not opened at all. It's so strange for Jania. Oh gosh! Do you know where she lives? Well, she lives in there, like upstairs, though. Do you have a spare key or anything like that? No, I don't live there. Yes, but sometimes neighbours have spare keys. Well, I'm not a neighbour. I just work across the way, don't I? Oh right, sorry. Everybody seems to live where they work. I'm getting very confused. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what happens in small towns, isn't it? Right, yes, 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 I I assume so. You're all dressed up. You're dolled up pretty nice. Where are you going? Oh, yes, um, I'm going for luncheon at the the, the manor house. Oh, is it? Oh, that's nice. Yes, I've been invited by Trimpt. Oh, have you? I have. Oh, a trailer won't be happy about that. Well, I mean, it's purely platonic luncheon. 
Oh, I'm sure it is. I'll see. I'll see how you dressed up though. I'll see. Oh, hi, Juna. Hi, Juna. Hello, you. <laughs> hey, Jenny. It's really, it's really lovely to That's meet right. to see you. But like, we gotta get going because we got a luncheon as at the at the manor house, and we we would really appreciate it. Oh yeah. Yeah. We just... Are you performing? Are you performing? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. We'll tell you about it later on. I'll tell, tell you this. And I'm oh, just, I can't wait. I'm, I can't I'm wait. I'm pushing uh, Juna especially. <laughs> can I? Can I just as as I'm going like give Jenny a hug? Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> um, like what I would like to do is make some sort of, I don't know, Arcana insight perception check to see <laughs> all the checks, all the checks. All the checks. What, I don't know what the <laughs> right check, check is. What the what the right check is to do? I don't. I don't know if I should say what I want to check. Um, to like. <laughs> I don't know how can you're I... going to check for it if you don't no, say no, what it is. I want to be quite elusive because I don't want to give anyone to take too much away. Out. Can I? No, no. Can I do oh a flower gosh. check to see if there's oh, anything yeah. flowery yeah, 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 about yeah, yeah, yeah. her? Um, make um, make a flower check. Make <laughs> a perception check. Oh, it's really bad. Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, well. not. Can I make a flower there's, uh, check? There's, <laughs> there's, I know, I know what it is that you're looking for, and yeah. it's a very quick hug. So, cool, it's, you... cool, cool, cool. Oh my gosh, what? It's <laughs> happening. Well, anyway, Jenny, it was just secrets. lovely seeing you. Maybe see you again later. Did you know? Oh yeah, you know what? I just be, I just be over there. So anytime you want to come chat. I got to go. She says, being dragged along by <laughs> break God. a leg. That's what they say in it. Break a leg. So dragged away from Jenny. As we're going back, can Gwendolyn see like a back door or anything to the Plenty store as we're... Not from the direction that you need to be heading, unfortunately. Mm. Sort of the opposite end of the of the square. It, it is the only one that's closed. The other shops are all open as, as they were mm. the day before. How long have we got until luncheon? <laughs> you sort of push it probably about 15 minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, Just time for I a quick chat time wasn't necessarily <laughs> set, but when is proper for luncheon to be served... Gwendolyn yeah, would know that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Gwendolyn Rose um, is never late, nor is she early. <laughs> <laughs> she arrives precisely five minutes before the occasion. Yes. Invitation in hand. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't make a survey. I actually think that Juna, like, I, I've got it in my head when we went back to the tavern. I have a letter written by the doctor that I've written overnight. And I've also, I think I would have like written a survey from Gwen's dad. Lovely. Okay. I can have helped out with that as well. I was going to say, would you yeah, like some retcon survey? Some help on that. Retcon survey. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Is it like a Google form or is it an Excel sheet or? <laughs> 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 Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so informal. <laughs> um so as you make your way over the bridge uh down the little path towards the uh the gate the vondel estate gate with its three its circle of three entwined thistles in the center um Mm. you all very clearly see this carved owl face above the gate this time round, can you all make wisdom saving throws again just though, before we get there i'm just mm-hmm. gonna sh- turn to the other and go sh- i'm all meant to be disguising myself then yes i thought you already had it up already it's up to you you do you feels a bit futile at this point because we've been spotted by the owl now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna go as i am okay cool Hell yeah come as you roll. are Ooh, not bad and what are your wisdom saving throws? What are your scores? 
Wisdom saving through, yeah? Mm-hmm. Four. Ooh. Oh, Smoro. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. So, interestingly, as you approach this time, Orin and Gaius, even though you've been told about what happened, you still can't see, and it's just a, it's just an owl face. Gwendolyn, interestingly, this time during daylight, you can't quite catch a glimpse of that orb either. However, in Kidu and Juna, you definitely can see it. You're like, there it is. Give I'm it a gonna, little wave again. I'm going to give it a wink and a wave of my staff. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, as you approach and you see this thing come into existence, the gates then like, and just open by themselves. Well. I turn to everyone, I just nod solemnly, like, we're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. Uh, Can I give Orin a little squeeze on the hand? Because he's looking really nervous. I'm going to give him a little squeeze on the hand and give him some guidance. Which means, Orin, um, you can roll a d4 on an ability check. Nice. Whenever you want it, but but I think like the the aim is just to like give him a tiny little bit of self confidence that he's clearly lacking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just insult Orin day today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you make your way down the path towards the main door of the house, and the whole the whole manor is uh, is beautiful, lush red brick building with black iron all around the roofing and lining every single window to make it. It really does stand out. It's gorgeous. The main door opens as you approach, and there is the gamekeeper's wife stood at the door in uniform, clearly the housekeeper. And as you approach, she sort of bobs a little curtsy, and she says, Hello, I'm Dahlia. Nice to meet you all. I'm to understand that uh, you're coming for luncheon today. Is that right? That is correct, Dahlia. Thank you. Just a quick check, DM. Was Dahlia the name of the person that the gamekeeper asked me to make a poem for? Yes, yes, exactly. Cool. So yeah, you've already got a, an idea of her relationship with, with him. Great. She says, of course, uh, my lady, if you'd like to step on in with your guard and gestures to Enkidu, and then says, uh, and the rest of you, you're welcome to go around to the servant's entrance there. The cook, Jazana, will greet you all. Excellent. We also have my personal bard is with me as well today. He will be doing a performance at luncheon, so do make sure that he's sent up at the appropriate time. Yes, of course. I believe it's on the schedule that uh, once you've all eaten, that uh, he'll be invited up to perform for you all. Marvellous. What a well-run house. It's lovely to meet you, Dahlia. And, and you, of course. Uh, please step on in, step on Thank in. You. Yes, if the rest of you just walk around to the, uh, to the southern side there, Jazana will meet you at the, at the entrance, okay? Thank you. And yeah, so she steps out of the way. Gwendolyn, I'm sure you step on in. Mm-hmm. And Kidu, do you follow? I do, uh, a, a few steps behind. Mm-hmm. And then once they're through the door, Dahlia just bobs another little curtsy to the, the rest of you and closes, closes the door. Gwendolyn and Kidu, you're led through to a little sitting room. It's a very nice sort of tea meeting room type of a thing. And in fact, there is a pot of tea ready and waiting there for you both. Dahlia gestures into the room and she says, uh, my lady and uh, my gentleman, will be down shortly, so uh, please make yourself comfortable. Feel free to read any of the books that we have about, okay? She sort of bobs another little curtsy steps away. Uh, the three of you outside, what are you doing? Guest making Guess our way around. Servants' quarters. To see your friend from last night. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that's going to be and I believe charmed person, once the spell has yep. worn off, they know that they have yep. been charmed. Oh, bloody yep. hell. Yep. Oh. Not yep. that we know you've charmed her. <laughs> so someone's going to die. Okay. Let's go. Cool. 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 <laughs> it's much more frightening knowing that we've been welcomed cordially 
Mm. Mm-hmm. So as you do head round, yeah, you see this uh, this old half-orc lady stood in the doorway. She's got a very small cigarette that she's just smoking. <laughs> you all right? Jasana, it's lovely to see you again. Oh, is it? Yeah. You got any of that lovely tea that, uh, what do you call it, Twain Tide? We didn't have a chance to drink it last night. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. You you two met before? Yeah, she was the one I was talking to last night. You know, I told you that I got lost and I was like, oh no, uh, yeah. Scepter, you're such a divvy. You got lost again. Can you make a deception <laughs> check? <laughs> Can I roll insight to see if I can even pick understand up what is happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. 12. You can add a d4 if you need. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what tuner is on about? Uh, 21. 21. Okay, so she's sort of, she's going on with it. She's like, you didn't have to go and charm me, okay? If you were genuinely lost, you should have just said I would have helped you either way, okay? Well, you know what? I know that now. We all know that you were sneaking around last night, the lot of yous, so there's no point in beating around the bush about it, okay? All right, then. Let's have a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now that we're all, uh, now that we're all talking honestly, come on in. Thank you. I got dinner to prepare. Anyone can help? Yeah, I'll give you an answer. Sure. Oh, wonderful. All right. Uh, oh, let me see what what we got going on then. So stubs out a little cigarette outside. Walks on in. Uh, the three of you are allowed in. She uh, she gestures over to uh, a pot of stuff that's already brewing. She's like, right. So the menu for today we got wine poached pears with a local cheese board to start. We got some seared venison with some rhubarb compote for for main, and then honeyed fig and almond tart. Okay, for dessert. Any of those you want to be working on? Oh. Have you made any yet before? I love a good tart, so yeah, I will go to town. No, no, I don't mean to be rude, but you do look like the performer, so I've been told that you don't have to help. You can go and practice if you oh, want to. Oh, my sweet lady, I am an artist of, like, any variety. Like, you, you you, give me the tools, I will make you a masterpiece. All right, all right, okay. Well, you, you work on what you want to work on, then. Oh, <sighs> those feel a little bit out of my comfort zone. Orin over here, he's very good with technology. He's better with the tech than he is with the food. You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, I know my way around, uh, you know, some herbs and spices and whatnot. Do if you, you want. know? I never knew that about you, Warren. Yeah. As you've all sort of come into the kitchen and seen it, and like there are the, the, the ingredients all spread out on the main central table, but Orin, your, your gaze does come to this plant bed mm. over to <laughs> one side. Very quickly, actually. You don't even have to make a check for it. You can recognize it as a, an agriculture accelerator mm. uh, or like commonly known as a boost bed to like speed growing up basically of of plants and and vegetables and things jasana's like oh well if you're any good with tech you go have a look at that i mean that blasted thing's broken so is it yeah why what's it doing broken 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 why what 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 how well it's supposed to help help plants grow quicker right yeah and it's it's doing that and then it kills them like by the time i get round to to do it like within within a couple of hours though things you know it's grown and it's withered and it's died Oh no 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 no! I shouldn't be doing that. And I got I got that that book that came along with it, whatever that is. And I can't count for the life of me, my head nor tail. So. Yeah, no, you don't want to read the manual. You never want to read the manual. Well, I tell you what, you 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 have at that then. You, you two, if you're going to help cook, you come help cook. For a cooking challenge, uh, Gaius and Juna, <laughs> if you want to help out, yes. Can you make? Are either of you proficient with with cookeries tools? I'm proficient mm. with herbalism stuff. I don't know how like similar that is. Not particularly. That's more for making like healing <laughs> but stuff. But I have. I my job has been cooking. 
in the been past. cooking so from a lifetime <laughs> just, just of... really bad so, like, it. Like, on my sheet like i don't have it but like historically like i am a cook <laughs> yeah she makes Gaius, really how, good what's biscuits. your cooking ability um, yeah. I'm, very, I'm very good at breaking into uh food but i'm not very good at uh I'm, i've got proficiency in thieves tools but i'm not proficient in uh <laughs> so if there's if there's a if there's like a wrapping paper or a tin that's really hard to get into i can get in that <laughs> Okay, in which case, can you both just make um, just a straight roll then, please? Juna, <laughs> um, Juna, I'll let you have advantage because of your because of your background. Oh, it's a seven. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, so you yeah. know, Juna, you roll your sleeves up. You you get straight in there. Wine poached pears. That's pretty standard starter. So you're like, yep, get straight on that. Gaius, you're looking at the 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 slabs of venison that are around. And you're just poking them, like, <laughs> moving them about backwards and forwards, being like, maybe I'll set up over here. Maybe I'll tie this over here to the point that Jizana comes over. She's like, why don't you just go practice? Eh? <laughs> and sort of takes the food away from you, like ushers you into a small side room. It's like, you can, you just relax. Okay. You, d- you don't have to stress about nothing. I can see you got, I see you got the worries. So you just focus on that. Yeah, that's true. I, uh. Just uh, off my game today. Normally I can make a souffle like it's nobody's Oh, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure you can, young man. (laughs) Orin, can you make an arcana check, please? Yeah, I certainly can. I get to add d4 because of my abilities. Mm -hmm. So that is a 17. So you go over to this plant bed. You start looking at all of the different crystals. There's like loads of powdered spear stone right the way through it that you know is supposed to encourage mm. uh, the growth. There are little runes carved into each of the crystals, each for like different purposes, some for the acceleration, some to like protect the, the vitality of the vegetables and things. And you notice that some of the, the cap runes that are meant to prevent overgrowth is supposed to work, that it grows to a certain point and then keeps it there ready for harvest. And the cap runes that do that have been scratched. They're all damaged mm. in one way or another. Not purposefully, it just looks like sort of wear and tear. This thing might have been secondhand or just been put together slightly wrong. So you know exactly what it is. To repair it, it'll probably take you over an hour. How long's cooking looking like it's going to take? Have I got an hour? Yeah, you've got, yeah. A, good, you've got a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get to work. So I, I'm, I'm pretty confident I can repair it with the existing the stuff that's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, like with your own tools, like it's just repairing some of these runes so that they're, they're less damaged, basically, making them a little bit clearer. Yeah, so I'm going to pull out my Icebreaker's Army knife, which I've been making this morning, sat at the table. Oh, yes. Which is my shiny new little multi-tool, and, and get to work on the crystal. Upstairs, Gwendolyn and Enkidu, <laughs> the two of you are alone in a room for about 20 minutes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want this played out in real time. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. There's definitely a lot of awkward silence, probably for the first mm. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Sort of just staring at the paintings in the room, being like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like just, mm. Mm. Yeah. A lot, a, a lot of pacing. Yeah, uh, he's a pacer. Occasion, he's yeah. definitely a pacer. Yeah. 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 Gwendolyn goes and checks out the books that Dahlia said that she could they're mostly like histories and there's a few fiction books a few poetry books mm. to be honest they're sort of run-of-the-mill okay standard books like they're the sort of things that you've read a couple of times because everybody's got them in their own libraries they're fairly nice designs like it's a very nice looking bookshelf mm. but it's not that interesting unfortunately ah, what a shame nothing there that sort of 
jumps out. The paintings in the room, because uh, they'll distract you for a little while as well. <laughs> One of them is a very nice family portrait of the Vondells. There's Lady and Lord Vondell, and then two boys who look much younger, but one of them is clearly trimped, probably about six years younger than he is now. Another painting in the room, though, that Enkidu spends a little bit of time looking at is a picture of two women sat at a lake. Uh, and one of them is clearly Lady Vondell, but sat next to her is the copperhead woman from the woods. Oh, gosh. Look over here. Something of interest? This is the woman who ambushed Miss Septhorn and Orin and myself in the woods. Oh, right. And I point at the copperhead woman. She's the one that led them on a trap and she stole Orin's and Miss Septhorn's equipment. And here they are, painted together. Obviously, they're quite close. And this is who you're suspecting of being the witch? I'm not sure anymore. The witch could be multiple people, for all we know. Well, perhaps I'll be able to get the name. I think it's quite strange that there's only one, well, that there are two sons in this painting. We've heard of Trimped. I've not heard of another one being mentioned. Now that you mention it, that is strange. And only one horse for the entire family, so this person is not around. Indeed. Also, have you heard anything about Lord Vondel? I haven't heard him mentioned at all. No. From what Miss Septhorn gathered last night, that Lady Vondel is the one who's been running things and is on the council. I'm afraid he died some time ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Comes like, the voice from the doorway. Spin around, spin around, hands on my waist, like towards my knives. Um, and stood there in the door is, uh, is a very tall, very well dressed woman, sort of late forties, sort of pale fawn skin, dyed black hair, sort of held back in a golden clasp, very long, deep maroon robe coat. She's wearing over a, a simple pale white dress. She strolls over, says. Uh, Sorry to make you jump. Um, Gwendolyn does a little curtsy and nods her head. Lady Vondell, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I apologise if I was speaking out of turn about your family. Oh, not at all, not at all. Uh, Gwendolyn Fabulosa, is it? Yes, that's certainly how I introduced myself to your son, but I'm, I'm afraid I oh. actually have another guise. I believe you know that I, was, I, well, that I, I visited your home last night. We have made uh, some investigation into it. Yes, yes, and yes we, we, we are aware. May I say that your house is even more stunning in the daylight than it was in the sunset and the evening light. Well, I am Gwendolyn Rose of the Rose family. Yes, dear, I had surmised such, yes. such matters. And I, obviously knowing that you have some of my father's handiwork upon your grounds, uh, was tasked with coming to inspect and see how things were going. I'm so sorry that I was unable to be honest with your son in the first place, but I didn't want to alert you to my presence. I wanted to be able to check that everything was in full working order. And I must say, I am absolutely thrilled with how well everything is working. And I must say, I'm very, very impressed to see such artwork. You really clearly are a family of quite some stature to be able to have this on your grounds. Can you make a deception check, please? Oh, please, 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 please. I never wanted someone well. to roll so well. Sweet. Please roll oh. well. I not breathe. Hey. So Twelve. Mm. So the, her, face, her face is just, it's got a very polite smile on it. It doesn't mm. crack, it doesn't move. She just says, well, it just would have been nice if you'd asked first. Of course, I do apologise. Well, I didn't want to give you a heads up just in case something wasn't working and 
it was the best way that I saw doing it. But I see now that I was, I misjudged the situation. And I do apologise, Lady Vondel. I hope you can find it in your heart you to forgive me. You are quite a charming young thing, aren't you? Oh, well, thank you. And uh, sorry, uh, your man here, what, what, what's your name? Enkidu clicks his heels together, stands up straight, gives a stiff bow, says, my name is Enkidu Kai, Lady Vondel. Gwendolyn gives him an impressed look. Just like, hmm. <laughs> But, like, she doesn't make that noise, it's just in her head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, well, you, you did a good job of protecting her last night, so very well done. She, would you like to move through to a more comfortable sitting room together? Oh, that would be wonderful. We've just been admiring your paintings in this room as well. Uh, uh, there's a lovely yes. painting of you by the lake. Yes, with my sister. Oh, yes. your sister. Another Vondel. No, um... I realise now I've not told you my first name. Hello, I'm Cerise. Cerise. Uh, and that's my sister there, Metz. Metz. Yes. Vicky is furiously looking through her notes. No, I've, <laughs> I've, I've confused Cerise with Cirrus. <laughs> you see, I married into the Vondels. Uh, she's, uh, she's still crawling. Mm. But no, my husband, he was a wonderful, wonderful man. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, but how did he pass? Uh, the gallows cough, unfortunately. Oh, yes, I've heard. Caught it much later than the others, but uh, yes, it was unfortunate. Oh, gosh, that must have been heartbreaking for your family. Especially with it two was, young children as well. Yes, Oscan took it much harder than, than Trimpt did. But then he was so much younger, so... Is Oscan still living here? Oh, yes. Um, I'm afraid he won't be joining us for lunch, and he's... Well, he's just quite talkative. Young boys can be like that, so uh, I'm not entirely sure where Trimpt is. I'm so sorry that he's kept you waiting. Oh, no. It's very rude. Uh, it's lovely to get to know you, uh, and I can understand talkative younger people. I've got a younger brother myself who is just nonstop. Anyway, follow me through, oh, follow you. me through. And she sort of turns, really just expecting you to follow. The house, it, it's got a very strange sense to it. Everything is lush. It's, it's clearly quite an old house. The carpets are very well kept. The, the wooden panelling is it's just a slightly older style. But it's, it's clearly been looked after. There's not a lot of ornamentation, though. There are a couple of places that paintings seem to be missing. But you move through into a very nice sitting room, much wider than the first. The, the sofa's all covered in a variety of floral patterns that really are just too sickening to put next to each other. But somehow they work. And as, as you all sort of take your place, uh, Trimpt walks in uh, and is like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Gwendolyn. Sort of very low bow. And she does a very polite, trimmed. You are looking just glorious <laughs> today. I'm so glad you managed to make it. As am I. I've been having a wonderful time with your charming mother, who is just an absolute delight. I I've been having a wonderful time already. I don't know whether or not that's a good thing or not, <laughs> you two chatting behind my back, but he sort of holds up a bunch of very scraggly put together flowers. And he says, this is rather embarrassing. I was going to uh, prepare these a little bit better for you, but, uh, well, you've seen them now. <laughs> How very uh, thoughtful uh, of you, Trimped. They're absolutely divine. And I give them a nice big smell, and, um, and then I hand them to Inkidu. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I want fan art. See if you can make these look a little bit better, Inkidu. I received them, like, bow my head, hiding, like, the tightest little grin. I'm trying to, like, hold, <laughs> hold in my laughter, like... <laughs> and, like, I, like, I compose myself. Up. I just... and I 
Uh, the the yeah. look of this like a black clad like leather bound warrior who's just holding these like <laughs> daffodils. Yeah, these badly arranged, <laughs> badly arranged flowers. <laughs> yeah. So you all take your seats. Uh, sort of conversation starts. Gaius downstairs. You've just been left to your own devices. What would you like to be doing in this time? First and foremost, is there anybody near me? Make a quick perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. You're sort of, you, you've been left alone in a little room and you stick your head out and at one end of the corridor like opens up into the kitchen and the other one leads to a set of stairs that goes up. Beyond hearing polite conversation pass by above you, there no, doesn't seem to be anyone else nearby. I'm just going to um, do a bit of body percussion. So just do a little bit of a tap, 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 little tap dance by myself mm-hmm. in order to jazzercise my magic and I will assume the form of Trent. Amazing. As last you saw him, he's his floppy, blonde, curly yeah. hair, sort of very well put together face. <laughs> okay. Where are you going to? Um, I'm just going to wander. I say wander. I'm going to like ca- carefully but casually like wander up the stairs. Make another perception check as you're sort of passing up the stairs. Ooh, 20. Not natural. 20. No, that's good though. <laughs> so as you're halfway up the sort of set, set of stairs from the basement to the ground floor, you sort of just d- do a very quick peek up and over through the railings. And you can see another set of stairs in which the actual Trimped is walking down with a set of flowers, and then he rounds a corner uh, and disappears off to where the rest of the voices are. Okay, so in that case, then I will very quickly, very quietly, like, go up those stairs where he's just gone. You make it up to the first floor floor landing. Basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to assess where that room was last night where we saw all that magic going on. Okay, so make a quick survival check okay survival because you're trying to like sort of plan out the map in your head of whether that room was that's going to be a 17 17 yeah yeah so yeah you knew that it was in the east end of the house so you sort of orientate yourself a little bit and start following the corridors down and yeah you're very cautious about it at no point do you actually hear anybody else moving about as you head toward the eastern wing you're fairly certain that you reach a door at the end of a corridor that you're pretty sure that's that's the room you yep. need. Is there anything looking like like owl-like on the door? <laughs> Make a investigation check. <sighs> that's not good. Investigation, that's going to be a six. What, what is it that's distracted you that it's a six? Um, I just heard a creak behind me, which I assumed was immediately like, <gasps> someone's uh, just walked up behind me, but it's not. Just <laughs> old floorboards. Yeah, it doesn't, look, it doesn't look enchanted. As you do approach, the door is locked. You can actually tell that just from like looking through the crack where the two doors meet. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. I get out my thieves' tools and just click the click and try and get into that lock. Make a thieves' tools check. Okay. Okay, so that's gonna be an 18 then. Yeah, so actually it's it's a fairly straightforward, like just iron lock. So you're you sort of stick your, your tools in, click, click, click. It it opens. Inside. It's quite a wide space. It's quite a wide room. Very nice tiling along the floor. And a, a small library of, of books. You get the impression that this is, this is some kind of study. Mm. In the centre of the room, though, uh, whilst there are a few small desks around the, the edges filled with, with other piles of books and, and inks and uh, other things, in the centre of the room, which draws the attention the most, is a very large table that looks incredibly old. Mm. And it's got three rings of of arcane symbols surrounding just a reflective disc in the center. I'm going to try and commit that to memory. Did that look like anything from the gamekeeper's book that we that that um Orin would have shown us? No. 
actually. Okay, we'll commit that symbol to memory then. Is there any tome mm-hmm. or any like book that seems to have been recently opened and is in a, in a place like right in front of the desk? Make a quick investigation check. Okay. Just have that's, a quick look around the room. Two, everyone. That's a six, that's <laughs> eight. Eight. No, you sort of get distracted with some of the other things on display. There's a, there's a cabinet of components in one side of the room that sort of catches your attention because it's got loads of different random little like bits of fluff and string and wax and all the rest of it. And there's another one that's got three... Quite a nice display case that's got three wands sort of resting in it. Three wands, eh? Mm. Yeah. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any... Whilst there are books around, there don't seem to be any notebooks or any instruction manuals for this table. I'm going to take one of those wands. Ooh! Which one would you like? There's one that seems to have spirals of stars carved into it. Another one that's got a very similar pattern, but it's all waves. And another one that... They're all just made out of wood. But the third one, from the handle to the tip, the wood becomes a little bit more withered and decayed. A star one takes my fancy, but I'm curious about that withered one. I'm going to go with the... Uh, I'm going to go with the withered one. Because cool. I'm curious. I'm going to take that. The cabinet actually isn't locked, either the display case. Sweet. So you just pop it open, swipe the wand, drop it into a back pocket. Great. I'll send you over what that does Okay. when you have a bit of time to Sweet. look at it. Like I say, that the whole room seems to be organised around the... This, this central table. Is there anything that distinct that sta- I stand that stands out about this table? Is like there blood stains on it, or is there like anything that like ascertains to what its purpose is? Like I say, it's sort of covered in loads of different. There's three rings of sigils and arcane yeah. symbols. Make a make a quick arcana check. Let's have a quick look at it. Arcana. So that's going to make it sixteen. Sixteen. Whilst you don't understand every single symbol, and some of them look really, like I say, this whole table looks quite ancient actually there are you pick out a few of them and you realize that it's it's some kind of fortune telling type of a device sort of divination sort of thing yeah divination you can tell actually and as sort of you inspect it you you realize that each of the rings does turn in the little bit of arcane knowledge that you have you pick out symbols for like yourself or for somebody else for different measures of time interesting different measures of time so i would just be like okay cool i will like Trust my gut. Go back and try and do up the lock again quickly. Like very mm-hmm. aware now that yeah. like that fifteen minutes is like they might be like chowing down any second now, and I should be getting going. Uh, make make one last investigation check as you sort of rush out of the room. Oh, 19 plus two, so that's going to be twenty one. Twenty one. You you do actually manage to find as you sort of you rush, you knock over a small pile of books, and you find one scribbled note that just says flames, bloods, the dead rising. Titans tearing the earth asunder. Flipping it. <laughs> okay. Just, just a small note. I'm just gonna check. I'm just gonna keep an eye on that calligraphy. Calligraphy. As it got like, I'm being really specific here. Has it got quite like a nice slant? Is it yeah. like cursive? Whilst it's clearly written quickly, it's written by somebody who writes well. Mm. Okay. Cool. Um, and I will relock the lock, and I will like wander back down towards the mm. gang. As you're sort of stood at the door, just relocking the lock, you just hear a little voice behind you being like. Mother says we're not allowed in there, Trimped, and you know that. <laughs> I freeze and my, my, my shoulders just go up and I turn around. You see a young boy, uh, probably about 11, 12, who looks a lot like Trimped, just much smaller. And if you're going to be sneaking in there, like you could at least ask if I can come along with. It's really not fair. <laughs> I'm presuming, obviously, that he knows his brother's voice very well, so I just go... And I just roll my eyes, give him the middle finger, and point him down the corridor, and I swarmed her off. 
watches you pass, throws two middle fingers up back at you. You're just not fun anymore. And like he walks back down the As corridor. He says that, I'm just going, huh? It's like, yeah, I said it. Carries on walking. <laughs> I'm just going to like uh, suck my teeth and like walk away. Um, as you're heading back downstairs, can you make a very quick stealth check? Gonna be twenty-one. Oh wow! Oh yeah. So you make it back downstairs, no issue at all. I'm assuming you're going just back down to to the basement again. Mm-hmm. There's a few moments you think, especially as you're heading back down to the basement, you think, oh, the the cook's gonna pop out. And you just wait a moment, and then you duck into your room, and and you're back in safety once more. Okay, I will drop form back upstairs. <sighs> Gwendolyn, how's the conversation going? What are you chatting about? So obviously. Uh, having uh, seen, as we're walking around the towns, we saw that wonderful statue in Svelte Square of one of your ancestors, I believe, a Kralavin. Lady Cerise sort of looks over at Trim. She says, oh, he's not one of our ancestors, I'm afraid. Though, from my understanding, he ruled here a while ago. Yes. Uh... Oh, sorry. No, yes, it was Svelte, wasn't it, that it said on the statue? <laughs> Silly me. Yes, it's a Svelte. And I'm afraid the ruling of the land has been passed from family to family for some time, so... I believe he ruled even before Dravain was formed. Oh, how interesting. That long ago. Nobody's really sure what happened to him. And then the place was taken over after the signing of the Accords. The land was handed to the Boulemers. And then they, they passed through four or five different kings before they were disgraced. And then the Vondels were put in charge. Oh, right. So th- this was never Kralavin land then? I think he, he had some rule, to my understanding. But it was a very different system back then, before... Before the Accords, you know. Sort of take what you can. Right. It's absolutely fascinating learning about the different families in this particular area. Isn't of course, it? I'm yes. from a bit further afield, so I, I, I really have quite a passion for history myself, so I love finding these things out. Yeah, well, I'm sure we've got a book or two that you're, you're welcome to read oh. if you were to spend more time, anyway. Oh, thank you. And Tripp is like, uh, and I really would <laughs> like it if you could spend more time. <laughs> And Gwendolyn just laughs, yes. <laughs> oh, and um, <laughs> I believe you had an acquaintance of mine uh, come and perform for you. I took on his name whilst I was, you know, keeping myself on the down low. Uh, Mr. Duane Fabulosa? Um, there's another sly look between mother and son, and the mother says, Now, oh. you might think I'm rather forward in saying this, my dear, but I'm afraid your elopement has been quite the talk amongst uh, a few of our of our friends oh <laughs> really yes i mean i i dread to think what what situation brought that about i mean running away from your own wedding that's that is certainly mm. something but then of course if if you weren't happily betrothed then completely understandable sure well yes i mean i would never Fully believe the gossip that you hear, but you're quite right. It, looking for one's happiness is much more important. Well, indeed. I, I wholeheartedly agree. As fortune would have it, of course, that does mean that you've, you've come in, into wonderful contact with Trimpt here, so... I mean, maybe it's just a mother's hope, but... Uh... <laughs> you certainly seem to be quite the family woman. Really, as well as running a town and to have such a huge heart for your family... I'm certain there's nothing you wouldn't do for your family. Oh, nothing at all. I, 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 I live by the motto that one's pack comes first. Do you, do you know how, what I mean? Absolutely. My family, I would quite literally die for them. 
uh, and then of course the town. They are they are like an extended family. And I suppose I. Everybody in your staff is almost like family as well. Oh yes, of course, of course. Yes, we met your um, your gamekeeper Matrim as we were leaving the forest yesterday after we were having a bit of an explore,、mm. and he was so kind to to guide us back to town.、Uh, he spoke very highly of yourself. Oh, well, that is that is very kind of him. He's he and his wife. They have been very loyal to the family. My yes, I imagine they must do all sorts for you. Yes, yes,、uh, yes. Matrim is is. Whilst we we don't have、uh, a dedicated guard, he has taken up that position as as well as his usual requirements around the property. Yes, I did see him as、uh, myself and my entourage were having our little、um, exploration last night. Yes, which I must ask you, dear. Actually, the statue didn't hurt you too badly, did it? <laughs> I mean, you all look very well today. I'm sure. Oh、but. yes, no, no, we're absolutely fine. We were completely prepared for it. I I, I was so glad.、Oh, that is good to see it working just so well. You know what I'm. I am such a curious bean, and I do love seeing my father's work in action. I don't suppose after luncheon you might give us a little tour and just show us a bit more of it in action. Sure. She takes a brief moment and she says, "Thought you'd already seen it." Well, yes, yes, but I, I think that it looks like there's so much more that I, I didn't get to explore. Is this quite? Maybe you've not seen it yet. Well, what? I'm sorry, dear. What were you saying? Quite well, Lady Vondel. Yes. No, no. Sorry, I've just gotten lost in my own thoughts for a moment there. <laughs> well, that's that's quite all right. That's what what happens to us all. Is what was I saying? Oh yes, I'm very glad that the、uh, the dragon statue、uh, didn't hurt you too badly. No, no, not at all. No.、Hmm. And at that point, Dahlia sort of steps in and says,、uh, "The、uh, your your tea's a little bit ready.、Uh, I think a little bit ready、uh, is ready for you now." Uh, so, if you'd like to step through、uh, to the dining room, that would be wonderful. Delightful. Sort of bobs a little curtsy, leads the four of you through. The conversation continues over over dinner in much the same kind of vein. Orin and and Juna are sort of encouraged to help bring up the food as Jazana downstairs is. She's just like, "Oh, I'm old. Please carry the things."、Oh. <laughs> and Juna's like, "Yeah, you are." <laughs> <laughs> and it is it is really good food. Gina's done a very good job downstairs, and Enkidu is invited to sit down and and eat with you all as well.、Mm. I say with you all, I mean just Gwendolyn Trimpt and Lady Vondell. The rest of you are given food, but <laughs> downstairs meal deal. Yeah, <laughs> Enkidu is just for for flavor. Enkidu has been sweating <laughs> so, from when Gwendolyn dropped that. Note about running away from the wedding. He's been like, "Why the hell didn't I ask about that? Anything to do with before she got here? Before she came here? I'm the <laughs>、yeah. terrible god. I know nothing about my charge." And she <laughs> saw everything as the venison with rhubarb compote is、mm-hmm. uh, brought up.、Oh, Trim does、so、turn to you, Enkidu,、uh, and he says, "So、uh, trained are you? A trained soldier, the guard? You seem very well marshaled." Yes, a trained guard. Yes. Oh, wonderful! Well, I mean, if all goes well between me and and Lady Rose here, it was wonderful to take you on. I appreciate not it. not in an aggressive way. I meant as as you know as her personal guard. <laughs> Continue that.、Yeah. And I kind of just look him dead in the eye and said, "I understood what you meant." And I just leave it there. <laughs> oh, he's so stoic. He's very much the strong, silent type. He's absolutely excellent in his work, though. 
Well, isn't that what we wish from all of the staff? Wow. The honeyed fig and almond tart is eventually brought up. Baby David, mm. just as a little side, at some point when, if I'm bringing food up, at mm-hmm. some point when I've been fixing the crystal, can I just spend 10 minutes sorting my goggles out for magical detection and at some point when I'm carrying one tray of food back or forward, <laughs> pop them on and just have a good look around? Absolutely. Yeah, so as, you, as you're collecting plates after the second course, you have a very quick scan of, of everyone in the room. Lady Vondell is wearing something magical. It looks like a, near her hand is where the, the aura is coming from, of an enchantment nature. But actually, aside from that, nothing leaps out. You do sort of have a glance up to, again, where you knew that she was casting magic the night before. And yeah, through the floor, you can see there's a few little things that ping out. Curiously, as you pass Gaius, <laughs> there is something magical tucked into his back pocket. <laughs> it is of a necromancy. Variety. Oh. <laughs> you just curiously oh. got Okay. That is tasty. The mystery deepens. Okay. <laughs> the luncheon is cleared away, and Dahlia comes down, Gaius, to you, and says, uh, They're ready for you now. My lady, I was born ready. She leads you upstairs, and in fact, she drops a quick note into everyone in the kitchen and says, uh, You're welcome to come up as well. Lovely. Heading back upstairs, Lady Vondell has led you all through to, to the large sitting room again, has taken up seats. She sat very close to Gwendolyn. Actually, during the whole dinner, you've, you've really sort of felt that she's warming to you, Gwendolyn. Whatever, whatever it is that her game is, you're not sure. Whatever, like, if she's believing you or not, who knows? But mm. there, is, there is a nice warmth and a, and a, a slight posh banter between, between the two of you. <laughs> Can I do an insight check? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. You, you think that it's... She's seeing you as a potential match. Hmm. That's the impression that you get. And so she's trying to warm you up as much as possible. Right. That makes sense. Um, and as you all sort of gather, Dahlia and Jazana, they stand toward the back of the room. So Orin and Juna, you're encouraged to do the same. Gaius makes his entrance. Gwendolyn gives him like a little thumbs up to be like, yeah, you got this. Oh. And then I will go into a riff of some sort of lovely ballad that is... Singing of adventures within the woods and with undead hordes coming towards brave travellers who eventually uh, defeat them through their cunning and heroism. However, the undead are still out there and uh, (laughs) it will end with some sort of ominous minor chord about us always being vigilant, especially at night. Oh my Amazing. gosh. Make a, make a performance check. Oh you, my you, gosh. you play them episode two, in, in other words. <laughs> you play them episode two. It's not good, gang. Oh no. Certainly oh, not good. I roll a two. <laughs> and my performance is three. To be fair, I'm not. I'm, what sort of bard I'm, are you? I never said I was a great bard. I just said I was enthusiastic. You guys took oh that my on gosh. me. <laughs> very awkward silence afterwards. <laughs> Gwendolyn does a very enthusiastic clap. And Kiri, I think Juna um, does as well. As well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your clap. Orin will join in. Lady Vondell sort of smiles and she says, uh, "That's a curious one to start with. Mm. Um, do you have any more? Perhaps, perhaps the old standard." Oh, all right, okay. Well, for you then, my lady, I will give you the lovely tale of Romeo and Juliet. Here we go. 
<laughs> so you, yeah, you sing through your second song. Make another performance check for me. I will. And let's see how it goes. Okay, that's not too bad. That's going to be fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, yeah. That one is better received by the room. Much better. And Lady Vondell smiles. She says, "Well, I would very much like to hear one last, and then if all going well, we could perhaps discuss a contract." But not to put the pressure on you before you perform. <laughs> Though, of course, there's a little pressure. Well, then I would, um, <laughs> I would, I have many, many tastes and songs I could perform to. However, I will take requests. So is there anyone in this room who would like to hear a particular ballad or a particular dainty? Trimpt just says, a love song dedicated to Lady Rose. Oh, shucks. Okie dokie. This one's called um, A Rose by Any Other Name Would Smell as Sweet. Oh, there's a theme. There you go. <laughs> I thought that was but off we go. Okay. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> make, a, make a third performance check. It's, a, it's, oh a, it's a, a funny, jaunty tune about um, people falling in and out of love. Oh, it went from a natural 20 to a 14. Oh, my gosh. That was a heart attack and a half. Right, uh, but with a three, that's going to make it a 17. 17. And again, this is actually, it's very well received by the room. Um, I'll just touch an object near me and make it make an applause noise while I'm applauding. Uh, <laughs> and there is like a look. And then yeah, quietly tap it again. I'm going to also cast Minor Illusion for flavour and just there'll be more applause around us as well. <laughs> oh, wonderful. You all have gifts. Well, I must say, I don't want to... Uh, to steal a, a man from your employ, Lady Rose, but may I steal him? <laughs> well, uh, I'm afraid the decision lies with him. I mean, I'm sure he'd certainly like to be compensated for his work today. Of course, yes, yes. Well, I mean, if you are interested, uh, masked bard, fabulous look, by the way. Thank you. We can offer you a, a ten-year contract, bed and board provided, with a, a 50, 50 gold pieces monthly retainer fee. If that's to your liking, that's what we offer. And of course, hopefully you'll see more of Lady Rose. So it's not like we're truly removing you from your current employ. Guy catches his, his loot as it like sort of falls from his hands just in time before it makes a crash on the floor. Um, <laughs> that is a suitable amount for a man of my expertise. And I am grateful. Oh, you talk yourself down. That was a remarkable well, performance. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, it didn't start off well, but you, you, you <laughs> got well, it by you the know, end. I, I warm into it, you know, I had a few drinks. Yes, we were, we were up late last night, as, as you're aware. Oh, may I have time to think about this? I have many um, uh, responsibilities course, that yes. may need to like work on or whatever. If you could let us know by tomorrow, that would be wonderful. Um, because then Dahlia can start drawing up the contracts and so forth. Certainly. Thank you. Um, I would be very excited to see that if a contract could be made by the end of today, and then send over to the uh, knocking point. Um, I could look at it, at it yes. overnight and make my final decision and let you know by tomorrow. Absolutely, yes. Uh, Dahlia looks over. Yes, if you could draw that up, that would be fantastic. And so uh, I suppose Dwayne Fabulosa wasn't quite um, up to the same par as my personal bard here. Very sorry to say, dear. I, I understand that you had quite an affection for him, but uh, no. He just... Uh, do you know what it was about him? He just, he just felt a bit off. Like he wasn't he wasn't being truthful. Gosh, yes, that's that does sound quite unusual. I have seen him perform myself, and I thought he was really quite marvellous. 
Oh, he was very charming, yes, but he, he just... I don't know, there was something about his old demeanour that uh, didn't, sit, didn't sit well with us, unfortunately. Can I make so. an insight well, check, please? Absolutely. When? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just wonder if it. she really thinks this guy is the be all and end all, and there's no chink in this man's armor. Because I was going to ask that in a private moment, but yeah, go for it. That's going to be a thirteen. What do we do? Do we take our headphones off? Yeah, well, it'll be up to up to Grace. How how much um, do you think he knows from that? I think it's quite obvious that Gwendolyn is besotted with him, mm-hmm. but. With the pre- information we've pre- been presented with in Tillisham, she's starting to think that perhaps he might have actually abandoned her. Mm, okay, so like that's that's that doubt is now in in her. Yeah, she's certainly got some doubt, but she's still she's still hoping that he's the person that she thought she fell in love with. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to just see where 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 we're at in that because mm. I think yeah I I suspect Gwen is like two steps behind everyone else in that effect. Yeah. From the stakes that, like, are clearly impacting her judgment of him and, like, upending her life to be with this guy. So mm. that's interesting. Just watch She's doing that. a lot of learning in a very short amount of time. Yeah. She's used to her small <laughs> little world and suddenly she's met some very different people and she's having to really readjust her way of thinking. Um, can I do an insight check into Lady Vondell again? Absolutely, yeah. I'm using a different dice. This one yeah. might help. Oh, it's the same fucking... Uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't help. Didn't help. Jeez. 12. Yeah, she just seems... She seems very entertained in a, in a nice, refined way. She's clearly enjoyed the music, mm. but not... She's not, like, been... But with what she's saying about, about Dwayne. Oh, um, yeah, that seems pretty on point as well, unfortunately. Like, you get the impression almost that it wasn't his performance as much as it was him that she didn't like. Right. Right, okay. <laughs> and I, I don't suppose you know where he, if he mentioned any plans of where he was going on next after being here? No, I'm afraid not, dear. I, I, I suspect he's probably gone to audition for other houses. Oh, yes, of course, of course. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, it is the season for it, so <laughs> everybody wants somebody in for summer, don't they? Of course. <laughs> you need to have the right people to help you entertain. Exactly, dear. You understand. Oh, I do. <laughs> sure leans over to Trimped. Trimped, I do like this girl. Where did you find her? <laughs> <laughs> the conversation goes on for a little bit. How long How long do you stay? I think Gwendolyn's definitely pushing for a gentle tour of the tower. But mm-hmm. I don't, I, she's not going to push it too far because she knows she's in a precarious position here. Absolutely. Yep, and the rest of you, how are you feeling being treated as as the servants? Yeah, I I wouldn't mind just while I'm at some point having a little do with the kitchen, just aware of the fact that all our herbalism stuff was nicked and all our food was nicked. Mm. Just checking out the kind of the food situation if I get a chance in the kitchen and like any yeah, herbs, yeah, make any a kind of like investigation check as your just trying to you know, sort of, sort of suss out there. the situation, really. The doctor's like, missing. What was going on? The herbalism, yeah. ki- our herbalism kits are missing. Herbalism kits are missing and all yeah. our food went missing. Oh, that's a natural 19. I, so that's... I very much would like to speak to uh, Jasana about the doctor in this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 25. A 25. Interestingly, none of the food uh, that you're dealing with and none of the herbs and stuff that are there you recognise n- none of it's sort of the ration-based things mm. that all of you were carrying with you that was stolen. Okay. Sort of as you're sort of clearing up with Jazana, mm. 
um so you, you've gotten into a nice little pattern of conversation you, you you get the sense that she's still a little bit wary of you like having charmed her but she's 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 okay i'm she's pretty charismatic just chatting a lot. <laughs> that's the thing juna's just very chatty so <laughs> you are, have you heard much about this here doctor and what about the doctor the doctor hograd yeah that come that works in town yeah have you heard she's gone missing has she apparently so has she gone missing i don't know this is what we're trying to find out well, I mean, she wouldn't be missing if someone knew, would she? Yeah. We come That's into town, point. we got a letter for her, we can't find her anywhere. We heard that Cyrus fell off his horse and died. Well, I wouldn't know nothing about that, unfortunately. You don't know Cyrus uh, or nothing like that? No, I don't know who Cyrus is. I would like to check that, please. Yep, you can insight check. Insight. Kill. 18. 18. So, she genuinely doesn't know a Cyrus. She is lying. About the doctor, though. Ooh. Ooh. What, lying that she doesn't know anything about the doctor? Yeah, that's that's a lie. She knows something. This is a mystery scoop. And we'll pick it up there next week. Oh! Oh! You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles Anon for now deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.